from the protectors of the internet, the Wisconsin Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force. It's the PKO Podcast. Welcome to the PKO Podcast. My name is Kagan, and today Ryan and I are back at it again to discuss an interesting newer app we've seen pop up around high school age groups. But before we do dive in, how are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing good. Uh, it feels like summer finally here, so uh, we got a week of 80 degree weather, and uh, there's nothing not to like right now, so it's been a good week. Absolutely. You know, we can't complain. We definitely uh, are looking forward to those uh, outside times, enjoying some of the nicer weather. But um, as always, are you ready for the joke for this month? I am waiting for it, Kagan. Let's hear it. All right. So, why did the computer show up late for work? show up late for work. Now, I've been picking my brain because I know it's going to be something computer-related, but I've got nothing for why the computer showed up late for work. Well, he had a hard drive. There you go. <laughs> so I, thought I was you thinking might along like those lines, actually, too, of something internal components with the computer that it was going to be, but so I should have known hard drive. Oh, yeah. Continuing the dad joke variety of some of our PKO podcast openers. But, um, you know, we'll dive right in anyway. So today we're kind of going to take a look at the Wiz app. Um, Wiz kind of self-describes itself as a free social networking app. The kind of intention originally was to uh, describe for its users to find like new ways for people to chat online, utilizing kind of a similar swiping system that dating apps kind of use and wink. Um, so users kind of get to scroll through profiles, find someone they want to chat with in their age group range, uh, maybe with shared interests as well. Um, so Ryan, what are your kind of initial thoughts um, or experiences with apps like this? So yeah, and we've seen a lot of applications over the course of time that have, I think, similar features to the Wiz app. Um, and certainly they draw concerns from somebody looking, uh, like myself, from an Internet Crimes Against Children perspective. And one of the concerns that it initially um, you know, shows up with me right away is just the ability to interact with people that we, we truly don't know who they are. And I get the, the generation of um, kids wanting to interact with others, make new friends and whatnot. But one of the key safety components that we often talk about with children in the course of our duties and that we encourage parents to talk about other adults to talk about with children is not interacting online with others that they don't know who that person is on the other end of the device that they're speaking to just because it is very easy for somebody to claim they're one person when really it's an older adult or somebody looking to harm a child that they're actually chatting with so um, the Wiz app, um, while it has some good safety features, I think, up front on the front end to try and sway away from that, certainly has the ability for kids to get online and really, in a, in a quick sense, start communicating with other kids, other adults, or other individuals that we truly don't know who those people are. One of the most common safety tips that we're giving to children almost violated right away with that application. Yeah, no, absolutely. One of the things I found really interesting kind of when opening up the app and going through some of like the login and account creation processes, it starts off just with saying, you know, how good is your Riz? And um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Riz is short for charisma, and it's kind of often used to describe like one's capacity to maybe be charming or flirty in an effective way. So we already kind of see there's some intention on, you know, the, the potential interaction between users on the platform for maybe more than just a get to know you friend kind of way. But the app kind of requires you um, right away to use like a Google or Apple. It allows you to select whether or not you wanna show um, like your phone number or uh, you know email account link to those. Um, for safety reasons, they make you confirm right away if you're 13 or older. That's the age bottom that it, that it requires you to start using this. But 
once you kind of put in an age verification birthday, it is interesting for me uh, because this is like a photo, video, you know, swiping um, communication app is it puts individuals into brackets um, right away for their age group. So like 15 to 17, 18 to 23, 24, and so on and so forth as you get. And it requires users to take a photo of their face for age verification purposes. So I do think that's really, really interesting. But one of the things I found later on um, is that some users actually shared that juveniles and adults can still match um, even with these age bracket ranges based off of potential shared interest characteristics. So if a user says they like computers or video games, games or makeup tutorials you know what are your thoughts on ways to maybe prevent because it seems as though you know we've had a lot of parents and um, some recent uh, cohorts share that they're starting to see kiddos in high schools use this more and more often what might you recommend then in this kind of situation for maybe a parent to talk about with their kid um, or good safety measures um, if we know that they might use it even if we say they shouldn't yeah, so just on my initial review of WISDS on some of the points that you mentioned there is, I, I'm not sure um, WISDS is the, the best application right out of the gate for maybe a 12 or 13 year old to be using who's new to online activity, new to the internet. Um, there are certainly a lot of vulnerabilities to the application as there is with many applications um, that, well, on the front end, it looks like we're putting safety precautions into place for children. As you mentioned, by doing searches for similar likes or similar interests, we still have the ability rather easily on this application and others uh, for children to get linked up with adults and be conversating with adults even though the intent is for them to be conversing with other juveniles. So um, this application, I think, is certainly one that needs to be utilized. Um, if utilized by a teenage crowd, somebody that has that online experience and has the knowledge um, to be conversing with individuals that they're comfortable with who they are and not just random individuals through other likes or um, especially vulnerable ages of our really young children that are online. No, I, I definitely agree and appreciate that insight. It does seem that this is not... Maybe the safest app, uh, especially for those younger crowds, like you were saying, Ryan. So, you know, with this work that we've kind of um, seen, you know, yourself do as a special agent um, in investigative practices and, um, you know, some of the stuff that I do on the ends of reviewing apps and working our cyber tip program, you know, outside of that, is there anything else that you would recommend if a parent or adult does uh, or even, you know, trust adult? you know, sees or hears their juveniles, um, you know, kiddos in their lives speaking about this? Well, I think first and foremost with any application that a child's going to have on their devices is a parent needs to really take a look at the application too and ask themselves the question, is this an application based off of what I'm seeing that I feel my child is mature enough to use and be able to use in a safe sense? And if the answer to that question is no, um, then we've answered that rather quickly. And, you know, we know that this is an application that we're maybe not comfortable putting our child on. If the answer to that question is yes, then I think it's an application that we need to sit down as with any other application and talk to our child about the appropriate uses of that, talk to our child about the appropriate conversations that they're going to have with users that hopefully generally they would know who is on the other end of that communication. Because again, my ultimate takeaway from this is with any other safety conversation is, one of our main points that we always focus is not having conversations with individuals that we do not know who it is on the other end. And this application, along with a lot of others right now, really gives the ability to meet strangers. And that's one of the things that they promote is the ability to make new friends and meet strangers and talk to individuals 
that maybe we don't know who they are. But at the same time, well, that is a certainly a trend in social networking right now. It's also a, a trend for people that are looking to sexually exploit children to use to take advantage of those vulnerable situations and conversations to exploit our children. So really sitting down as an adult and taking a look at the application, seeing if it's something you're comfortable with your child utilizing, and then having the appropriate safety conversations after that with your child if you make that choice is going to be important with this as with any other application. Yeah, that was spot on, right? And one of the biggest things we talk to as well, both with kiddos when we go do safety presentations with parents, is just the, the appropriate um, review of if you know a kiddo comes across something inappropriate, be that a message, be that a photo, what have you. Um, just sharing with your your child that if that is something they come across on these apps, if it is something that you do create and allow them to use that they know that they can come to you one way or another. If it's, you know, saying it to you in person, if it's it writing it down on a piece of paper and sending it, you know, by your bedroom, um, like in like a, a spot there that maybe you've set aside for comments like this, you know, if, if is it a text of all things, just making sure that there is some way of communication, um, knowing that if something does come up, if there is a situation, even if they're scared of what might be going on, they have an avenue um, to converse. But no, Ryan, I think that was really really awesome and, um, and, and good points to consider. Um, but as we wrap up, do you have any last thoughts on the Wiz app or, you know, apps such like this that we're kind of seeing pop up more and more and more nowadays? Yeah, so I think an, an important um, thing is that what, what you just mentioned there as well, um, no matter how many safety precautions we put into place for a child, no matter how much we vet a certain application, children certainly can still be put into a situation where something inappropriate happens. So having a mechanism in place for them to report back to a parent or other trusted adult uh, about inappropriate contact that occurs is vital, um, not only in the protection of children, but in combating child sexual exploitation and allowing us to properly investigate it. So I think, again, that's important with this application as any other. My only other closing thought for this and other applications and just general online safety would be we're at a very important time of the year to have those conversations. So as this week wraps out and uh, into the next week and maybe the first week of June, most schools are going into summer break. Um, and that inevitably puts children in a lot more contact with social media, tablets, cell phones, um, those things that they're generally not using through the day are going to be used much more frequently. So if you have not had those internet safety conversations with a child, or maybe it's been six months or a year um, since you've had those conversations, now is a very valid time to renew those conversations and put those safety messages into the head of a child because over the next two or three months here with school letting out uh, is a very busy time for us. Our cyber tip numbers will inevitably go up just because of the online presence of children a lot more throughout the day. Oftentimes with parents back to work and outside of the home here, um, with the COVID precautions maybe ramping down a little bit, um, that brings a lot of unattended use to devices as well, children using devices by themselves throughout the day. Very important time of year to have those conversations to keep children safe online. And again, even more important to have a mechanism for them to report back to you should something happen when you're not present. 100%. You know, you know, Ryan, we really do appreciate your time. We appreciate these key takeaways. I think these are some of those core pieces to really consider. And like you're sharing, as we're rolling into the summertime, renewing that conversation is huge. Um, but folks, thanks for listening today. A little bit about the Wiz app. Um, Pete, as always, you know, please feel free to send in any questions, comments, maybe apps you want us to cover. And as always, stay safe.